In 16th century Spain, where Teresa of Avila was the abbess of a convent, the high point in Catholic mysticism was a vision of the Virgin Mary. One night, a novice rushed to Teresa's door and breathlessly called, Reverend Mother, Reverend Mother, I have received a vision of the Blessed Virgin. Teresa replied, it's all right, just keep praying, it will go away. <laughs> Teresa, you see, had read today's gospel lesson in which the shepherds teach us a spiritual practice that runs 180 degrees opposite to what we sometimes call spirituality. This story isn't about getting into some spiritual zone, an out-of-the-ordinary state above this world of jobs, bills, and car repairs. We may think of spirituality as a place of deep serenity, of visions, or a glow of love, where our feet don't touch the pavement. And all that's good. I am not disparaging it. But Luke is about a different spirituality, related but different. Like Teresa's novice, our shepherds were in the zone. Gazing in awe at the night sky, they saw angels, they heard the heavenly chorus. But what do they do next? They could have just reveled in their advanced spiritual state, maybe built a shrine to mark the spot. They could have traveled to a holy place to give thanks, maybe to Mount Zion, or if they were interfaith, to Delphi, Kathmandu, or a Celtic thin place. The Jerusalem temple was just up the road, but instead they went to a stable in Podunk, Bethlehem, population 300, to see a poor couple with a new baby. Now, to imagine the way, imagine this scene, the way Luke painted it just for today, we need, just for a few minutes, we need to set aside our Christmas carols and our creche. I know those of you up front are looking right at it, but just lift up your eyes for a few minutes. We'll go back to all of that later, but just for now, let's look at Luke's description of what the shepherds saw in Bethlehem. There were no angels, no wise men, no little drummer boy, an ox maybe, but no lamb. If the poor baby woke, he cried. This wasn't the zone. They were looking at earth, not heaven, at people, not angels. This is the sacred ordinary, a spiritual discipline of simple, caring attention to people. The words look or see appear in this gospel over 100 times. Luke keeps saying over and over, look at what's right there in front of you. So Christian practice begins with holy people watching, which is the holy watching of ordinary people. The grocery store clerk, the furnace repair technician, our neighbors walking their dogs. It takes an interest in people, not their roles or their functions, but themselves. 
attending to their stories, their situations, the expressions on their faces. We don't evaluate them like an HR executive, diagnose them like a therapist, or judge them like a magistrate. We just see them personally, or as a painter might. As da Vinci saw Mona Lisa, as Vermeer saw the girl with the pearl earring. Chaucer, Burns, Hawthorne, and Melville all worked at customs houses. Their jobs were so boring, they had to watch the people there just to stay awake. And those people became characters in some of the world's greatest literature. John Donne's newest biographer says, Donne's core message is, for all its horror, the human animal is worth your attention. We are on stage with a wild and wonderful cast of characters if we just look up and notice them. Now, paying attention is delightful and engaging, but it isn't just for entertainment. It's the foundation of morality. We cannot treat people justly unless we first see them clearly. Morality, Buddhists call it right action, is a natural, nearly automatic response to other people when we just look at them. 20th century philosophers, Simone Weil and Iris Murdoch, both taught that morality isn't following a rule book and it doesn't spontaneously gush from our good hearts. Moral acts happen, they say, almost reflexively when we really see each other. And today's neurology supports their point. Murdoch said, morality begins with patient, loving regard upon a person. And they said, attention taken to its highest degree is the same thing as prayer. They, by the way, left her professorship to work in factories and on farms with ordinary people. It was knowing them that led her from agnosticism to Christian faith. Murdoch, on the other hand, was an atheist, but they believed that an atheist who pays attention to people is a better Christian than is a Christian who doesn't pay attention. Luke's primordial command is look, because seeing itself is an act of justice and mercy. In the death of a salesman, Willie Loman is the most ordinary mundane of people. But at his burial, his widow pleads, he is not to be allowed to fall into his grave like an old dog. Attention, attention must finally be paid to such a person. Now the Bible says, if we don't find Christ in our brothers and sisters, we won't find him in heaven. True, but Christ is both divine and human. His humanity is our contact point. Eventually, we may see his divinity in someone and say namaste, but that's advanced practice. First, we connect to Christ's humanity by looking for the humanity in others. Just 
see them as human and take an interest. So I invite you to make this your 2023 spiritual discipline. Look. Look closely. Look beneath people's orneriness, wrong-headedness, rudeness, and outrageous politics. Those are just costumes. Look beneath them. Look deeper for the struggling, vulnerable, mortal person who is Christ, just by being human. When we see people in themselves, we bless them. It may make them better. It will make us better. And it vastly, it makes our, our world vastly more interesting. So brothers and sisters, Bethlehem is all around us. Let us go to Bethlehem and see.